welcome back again for the second time doing this exact recording, Sam. This exact one. This exact one. We've done this the hot twice. Thrice <laughs> minus once. I don't want to um I don't want to name any names, but uh it was someone you. it was me. I did it. Yeah, I fucked it was up. You. Just uh, I fucked it this time. Look, I'm not gonna take the blame for it. As the uh I'm just going to create, while you talk about your mistake, I'm actually going to create a little um, sound booth within my microphone. It looks a bit like breasts at the moment, but it's just my Beats case. It's certainly <laughs> changing looks- the your sound in my ears, but... Yeah, so I think that should be a little bit better and clearer, a little bit less echoey. Potentially. Might end up also just being Shit the same. Who knows? Might hear me like... <laughs> It could even be worse, but that's why we've got a backup recording. And for all those listening, it's better to (laughs) over-prepare. It certainly is, Sam, as we found out this week. Hey, Sam, welcome to Hot Singles. We have six new tracks uh, that people need to get into their playlists. Oh, we do. Uh, This this very week. This week. This very week. Like tomorrow, Uh, Tuesday. Today, Tuesday. When you're listening to it. Next week, Tuesday. Whenever you want, Tuesday. RN, right now. Now, Sam... uh, I'm gonna open this up this week. Mm. I'll open up the, uh, open up the uh, the forum. Oh, does that mean I get to go first? Oh no, no, S- silly me. To, I mean, if you'd like to go first, please. No, continue as you were. I'll just fit in. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna open this up this week with uh, the the track "Shoulda Known Better" by mm. the band Nasty Cherry. So, these guys, uh, or these gals, um, are a sort of stage-managed Simon Cowell-style, like, girl band, right? X-Factor, or like Simon Cowell on Proper Serious? Well, it's interesting, because it's actually the Charlie X X X-Factor <clears throat> that has brought them together. So Was Charlie X uh, on X-Factor? She was not at all, but... She is the oh, person uh, who who's brought them together, <laughs> Sam. So so she basically uh, has 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 used her pull within the music industry to to, to bring mm-hmm. together this girl band. Um, that's the the idea that behind it is that she wants to see the kind of girl you know strong female empowered girl band uh, that that she wanted to see when she was a kid. She's created this for for teenagers mm-hmm. and, and young girls everywhere. So Nasty Cherry is this kind of very cool, very nineties. Rock tinged uh, pop girl band, uh, and they've been putting out a couple of tracks. And should have known better is uh, is one of their their latest ones. It is. It's um, <clears throat> it's very nineties, like you said. It's got those. I mean the the artwork alone makes me think of like nineties Spice Girls almost. It's yeah. It's a it's a weird sort of blend, but it it's it's good to see the uh, the girls get back on it, as you would say. Get back on it. It's, Get back it's got, on. It's taken maybe like some notes from uh, from Pixies or Hole or those kind of like nineties, mm. almost grungy bands. This, Think this sort song of like Kids in America, Digimon. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By by Len, uh, this one definitely isn't. Um, it's not grunge. It's definitely pop. But but there's definitely. these little like guitar moments in there that sort of, you know, borrow heavily from from uh, the the grunge scene. And uh, say I'm. A man wondering where can I listen to this song? What's the best situation where I can tune in, put my headphones on, and, and listen to this song, Max? Where am I? Where am I listening? Sam, look, 
as I said, don't don't be fooled. Like it's 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 full pop. It's actually it's it's very bubblegum sugar pop, but it's really fun and 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 exciting. And it's got this kind of like quite danceable chorus. So I reckon if if uh, someone hands you the orcs. Uh, you know, at a uh, a house party, something like that, and and the vibe is everyone's just vibing on really cheesy. You know, the guy before you semi ironically put uh, "Beautiful Soul" by Jesse McCartney on. You can follow up with this track straight away. It'll fit right I was in. Say, that thing's a banger. It is a huge banger. Don't I'm saying semi ironically because I love that track, and but other people are ironically so put cool. it on. But uh, yeah, this this will fit right in. It's it still has the, the the chops to be you know kind of cool, but at the same time is is super poppy and and fun and 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 just sweet. I like that from you, Max. Sorry, I'm, I'm for all those ducking in and out of my uh, microphone speaker volume, <laughs> if that's a term. I'm uh, I'm sipping on deep spring orange and passion fruit, sparkling natural mineral water. And it is gassier than a methane farm. It's, it's, look, you've been sipping like loosely over the last couple of, uh, you know, you know, hour or so that we've been recording some stuff and you have just mm. been gassy, gassity. Gastro, gastronemius even. Oh, huge. Sambo, with that, those kind of big words, bring us home with a big tune. Please, my man, your first one. I will go friend of the show, friends of the show. <laughs> See what I did there. Uh, I'm going to go, you left me on red by our boys in up late, Max. But you left me on red by some things I've been said. Now I'm lying in my bed, but spiral in my head. I'm going to blow up your phone tonight. I want to just make it right. But you left me on And this song is very anthemic pop it's very it's very 2020 this song it's all about being left on red as the title suggests and it's it's a lot to do it's a bit of a piss take uh from what i believe it's a bit of a bit of fun but it's got these really almost yeah like stadium-esque pop beats that you'd see like a 16 year old girl go nuts for i think uh the uplate sound is it's a steam train developing speed very quickly and it's very soon going to take over TikTok, I reckon. TikTok? Nah, you're right, Sam. This is, is pretty much... This song is begging for a bit of TikTok. Um, mm. There's there's sort of like the, the bit immediately prior to the chorus when, you know, Maxie, the lead singer, mm. comes in with, uh, you know, You Left Me On Red. Mm. Is I can perfectly see that like spinning into some, some TikToks and, and some people... You know, yeah, showing some some pretty red hot messages from people, um, mm. but it's it's interesting this one. It's a bit of a departure. You know, uh, friends from um, Uplate was a bit more EDM led, and this one is a bit of a departure from that. It's it's all it's a bit more. I don't know. What what are you calling this one, Sam? I still think it fits in the dirty pop sound that they go for, mm-hmm. um, but it's very much away from the dirty and almost like if. In sync, decided to find out what electric guitars were and drum machines, and <laughs> <laughs> sort of had that sort of vibe. I think is the best way yeah. to sum it up. You'd listen to it if you, I don't know, want to get hyped up before a party, pre-drinks mm-hmm. sort of thing, or if your your mum bought you a fifty dollars Supre voucher, um, <laughs> or if you know your MSN crush 
you know you've just said i love you after 10 minutes of talking and you you just want to take it to the next level and then they exit the chat it's it's a song that you put on to to turn your turn your frown upside down and punch a bloke in the uh the lefticle it's 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 a soul shattering scenario that you just laid out that sam for for the team of yesterday of yesterday it's another one about online relationships. Did you have an MSN relationship, Max? An MSN relationship? Uh, I wouldn't say I had an MSN relationship. I I would say this that is, MSN... This is going to be content. We're going to put this on the gram. So tell me about your uh, your first MSN relationship, Max. I was just going to say, I think I think I more just had like, you know, like people that you'd, you, like you'd spend the whole day at school mm. and then you'd go home and you'd talk to like, uh, like the same people again. Mm. on msn for like you know the next six hours oh. so you really you know you really got like 12 hours straight you went you went to an all boys school i did but literally <laughs> across the road was an all girls school so like we had oh so had when you're in class you could just peek across at the next window and go <laughs> hello <laughs> basically ba- like it's not quite that but basically that's where it was at and you know i was in uh i was in the school band with a lot of the girls from the uh the, the oh. school across the road so what instrument did you play mate i was smacking the skins mate drummer all around i, I was waiting for you to say something shit like the flute <laughs> <laughs> the flower i was not a flautist i was I was uh, no dr- drumming, most percussion in the the broader mm. drumming family. But so you like the no. cool musician. Had I mean MSN had probably been like deleted by the time that you were what like you know joining school. <laughs> uh, no, I had it at a relatively young age. I think I had it at about thirteen. <laughs> oh God, Sam! <laughs> um, preyed upon you. But no, I was guilty of having a, a MSN relationship. I was talking to a girl for about three days. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day I just went, we've never met, but I love you. Oh, Sam. And she, she said, I love you too. And we didn't speak after that. So it was good. We, we, don't t- we still don't talk sometimes. <laughs> Technically, you're still dating. Yeah, I never really broke it off. Does your now girlfriend know that that your entire current relationship is uh, has been she's the other girl? <laughs> I don't think my MSN girlfriend knows that I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, geez, some uh, some hard conversations to be had. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if there was some kind of like legally binding law that if you said I love you to someone on MSN, you know, fifteen uh... years ago, and then you had to <laughs> you had to like. Back it up. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> no wonder there's so many divorces, mate. Worst rela- <clears throat> MSN relationship. What was your MSN? Uh, what was your email address for MSN? Ooh. Mine's well, pretty I'm embarrassing, in- so don't feel like yours. <laughs> you have to like skirt around it. Um, mine became my email, my like first email. So I was. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> My, oh, fuck me. This is so <laughs> This is the peak of comedy. And I love it. I feel like I'm getting naked in front of a crowd of 100 people. <laughs> I think I'd and rather just, do that. And I've just been in the ocean at 5 a.m. <laughs> uh, um, oh, shit. So my middle name is Osborne, and I was big into tennis. So it was Aussie underscore A7. Oh, that's not even that bad. 
It's not I feel bad. embarrassed, so I think you're in trouble here. Get ready, mate. Fuck. You get ready to absolutely blow me to smithereens. This is this is ammo in your gun for the I'm so I'm so ready. <laughs> I uh I was really like in, in early high school I was really into a certain uh book series about a boy wizard. Oh no And uh my <laughs> my first MSN email was HP underscore fan underscore oh seven. I've sent it for six. How old were you when you got rid of it? Uh, <laughs> when I got rid of it? Yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I think when I had to get a real job, I got myself a real email address. Oh, oh shit. Oh, that's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, we can thank up late for inspiring such great conversations. <laughs> Wait, did you use the number seven as well? Yeah, I think. Mm. I think I can't think. Oh, I think it might have been. I might have made it in two thousand seven. I'm glad I know that, and I'm sure I might um, make that your new Instagram tag when we get around to it. But <laughs> so, uh, Aussie underscore Aces seven. <laughs> no worries, HP fan. <laughs> but uh, should we should we move on to another song before we? Sure uh, thing, man. I'll, uh, I'll 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 move us forward after that right, absolute you. revelation from my life. Uh, <laughs> my second track, Sam, is called. It's from the artist uh, Derby who her track mm. is Care. Great name. Uh, I've talked about. I very briefly talked about um, Biabadubi on the tr- on the pod uh, a couple of weeks ago in the media review when we were talking about TikTok mm. and her uh, vocal features on a song um, by an artist called Powerful. And um, but I've been vibing on her. It's, it's a very different sound. If that's what you know Biabadubi from, it's a, it's uh, this one. Her, her most of her stuff is this kind of another sort of 90s vibe of that almost like Alanis Morissette like um, mm. alt rock but sort of toned down sound you know what I mean you're loving um, your old 90s alt rock I really am at the moment it's, it's been that kind of week so yeah this song uh, has very much has Alanis Morissette kind of vibes uh, it's got this kind of driving uh, rock sound but it's not it's not like in your face it's, it's quite like you know mm. relaxed and, and chilled out it's like your, it's as heavy as your mum and dad would go in the car trip down the coast. Yeah, pretty much. It's like it's lining up nicely against some, some Graham <coughs> Connors and maybe a bit of Kokomo. I don't Kokomo know what it is. Kokomo I need to Beach Boys? I need to remember that this is an audio medium and I keep making faces on our Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you seriously not know Kokomo by the Beach Boys? Maybe if I heard it, but keep in mind, I was born in 97, so I'm not a... Uh... You haven't necessarily uh, heard that track. Okay, well, anyway, KB by uh, Biabadubi, great track, um, really fresh out of that 90s vault. Um, a good road tripping song, as you said, Sam. Mm. Um, yeah, really, really cool little funky uh, sound going on from, uh, from, from that one. I can picture my dad saying, we've got McDonald's at home, when I uh, <laughs> hear that in the car. <laughs> Not going to stop off at the uh, the local servo to pick up a a nice Peters or something like that. 
Yeah, it'd be a uh, it'd be a servo saucy roll, not a mm. not a red rooster. But um, look, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that uh, that track, Max, and I'm going to completely recommend another one. And it's it's an artist that uh, is quite well known worldwide, but it's a track we should feature nonetheless. And that is "Let Me Down" by Oliver Tree. The scooter madman himself is collaborating with Blink 182, <laughs> um, who people will see very soon in a two-mate debate. Um, and this track, it, it's almost like Oliver Tree was destined to be a pop punk frontman. He, the track, the track goes hard. The uh, the Blink One Eighty Two instrumentals suit it quite well, I think, and it's just a it's everything you'd think an Oliver Tree and Blink collab would be. It blends surprisingly well. It does. Like, I didn't expect I, it to. Exactly. Like I was like, ah, Blink have had some not so red hot collabs recently. Looking at you, little Wayne, uh, and you know I was a bit apprehensive, yeah. but. It actually works pretty Yeah, that's the stuff. It actually works pretty well. For those that don't know and can't see it, I've just changed my virtual background to Blink-182 and Little Wayne himself. A little bit of wheezy. But yeah, I mean, I, I really like this track. The the small editions, basically from Blink-182, are just Mark popping in a bit of vocal here and there and Travis like laying down some absolute... Belt that's Matt Skeber directly, Bobby. Uh, yep. Belting out some absolute filth on the drums. Yes, it's um yeah. I didn't expect to like it, and I did. So that's probably a good thing in Blink twenty twenty. But um, <clears throat> if you're just looking for if you're skateboarding or you're you're just playing a few video games and you want a, a track that's going to make you feel upbeat without making you feel any sort of something, it's a good one to just. Chuck on the jukebox, settle in, and enjoy some smooth jazz. <laughs> Sam, I'm going uh, to to fire my last shot here and uh, go with the track Strangest Desires by Collar. <laughs> look on your face when you said that was quite um seductive oh strangest desires (laughs) your eyebrows um, are raised and you look like you're about to take me to a jazz club and really just show me show me a show me a bit of uh party drugs (laughs) bit of ghp sam this one um we've had a string of, of sort of these dark dance tracks um on the mm. show of the last little bit and it's this is another one of those in those in that vein so i think uh sort of rufus maybe um we, we we keep referring to the midnight as well so if you're in that kind of vein this is a great one to add to the playlist mm. uh it's as far as i can find i've only been able to find it on triple j unearthed though so you may have to go digging to, oh. to get to it that's real indie max that is a deep cut isn't it <laughs> do you still prefer their old stuff 
I, I really do love their old stuff, Sam. I did see that they described themselves as if Blade Runner 2049 had a, <laughs> a club, they would be the house band, which I found incredibly offensive. And I think the boys in the midnight would have a lot to say about that. But <laughs> I, do, I do agree with your point of it being like a dark Rufus. It's very, uh, it's, it's, it's very moody and uh, ev- like evocative. It's got this digital riff that sort of is the, the one sort of thread that links the whole thing together. But other than that, there's a lot of sort of shifts in tone. Um, but it, yeah, it works really well. I like, I like how this one sort of, sort of pans out across the entire track. Is it a late night drive type of vibe? Put it this way. It's up late, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Moving on. On that note, Sam, bring us home. Look, I'm going to be traditional in my approach. I'm going to go heavy-ish. Got to have a mixture of everything in this podcast, and that's what we do. So I'm going to go loose, loose Threads by Hollow Front. And in my notes, I've said Hollow Font, um, but... I might just need to bold that later. <clears throat> but um, look, this track, it's its quite a cinematic, um, atmospheric sort of metalcore song. It, it, it's definitely a sort of a holding absence vibe, if you know that sort of band. Like a very clean, focused um, metal track with not a lot of screaming, but mm-hmm. quite, a, quite a heavy instrumental behind the singing so overall i thought the track was it was quite interesting it was nice it was a nice change of pace i think 2020 in the heavy scene has been very monotonous in terms of it's just been bands going as heavy as they can and and writing a lot of music in the COVID era but having a bit of a bit of a pace changer um, was was a nice nice change and there's a there's still a, a big heavy circle pit breakdown in the middle that you know, we'll, we'll uh, jerk your gherkin just enough, I think, to uh, <laughs> give you a, a bit to go on. You're right. It, it is that breakdown hits like a sledgehammer. It's insane. But um, that's a that's a, a heavy hit. Yeah, hard. But uh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I reckon without being too uh, offensive, I think there's a certain amount of evanescence in this track, Sam. Like. There's this very, like, choral uh, theatricality to it that's kind of cool. And I don't know how to feel about that. Well, okay, like you can you can have an opinion either way about how you feel about Evanescence, but (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot Mm. there's a lot of similarities between the two tracks. I I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that Loose Threads sort of it changes pace a lot um, between Mm. these kind of like theatrical moments and like that breakdown that like just punches you square in the teeth but yeah i think if, if you're into uh, a bit of theatrical metal yeah mm. this one's certainly right up your alley jump right on it if you if you're going to listen to it put a a long coat on put your fedora on grow your hair put your eyeliner on and head off to um, your your nearest uh, coffee shop and say <laughs> my lady <laughs> It's look the the breakdown is way too heavy for that. Uh, yeah, guarantees. 
It's um, no that aside. Listen to the song and tell us what you think. But Max, if uh, people disagree with our song selections or descriptions, or just want to give us a recommendation for a new track that we might have missed, where is the best place to do that? Sure thing, Sam. So the best place uh, to reach us is at Aussie underscore Aces Seven or Is it bad that I still have that email that I st- send all my spam to to get promotions? <laughs> uh, look, for in reality, jump onto our Instagram at seventy eight amps. Uh, that's the best place to grab us. Uh, that links out to everything you need to find, other social media accounts, our website where you can uh, track every single one of our pl- podcasts that we put out. Uh, if you want to listen to all of the uh, tracks that we recommend in the hot singles, scroll right to the bottom of this episode description and there's always a Spotify and Apple pl- Music playlist in there. And if you do listen to this on Apple Podcasts, please, if you do like what you hear, give us a review, give us five stars and we will be the best friends that your mother loves. Mm, exactly. As always, Sam, thank you so much. It has been... A... So... Spice!